This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. And we're going to talk for a while about one Hunter Biden, son of Joe Biden, and all the goings on that deserve to be illuminated. And we have some serious intellectual talent here. I mean, I'm talking serious intellectual talent. Greg Jarrett, Fox News legal analyst, New York Times bestselling author. His latest book is The Trial of the Century. It's about the Scopes Monkey Trial. Release date is May 30th, but you can pre-order. Andrew McCarthy, former district U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, contributing editor of National Review, senior fellow at the National Review Institute, and his latest book is Ball of Collusion, The Plot to Rig an Election and Destroy a Presidency. Uh, Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it, both of you. Terrific stuff. Good to be with you. Yeah, no, Good to be here. Great stuff. Thank you ever so much. Um, Andy McCarthy, I'd like to begin with you. Uh, your piece in National Review, April 26, a couple days ago, Bragg shouldn't be prosecuting Trump absent a serious crime and strong evidence. And you say that um, if basically if the guy's name wasn't Trump, he'd never done this. Maybe you could talk a little bit about it because it's been out of the news the last few weeks, the last week or two. What's going on here with this trial in New York? Well, you know, Larry, it's out of the news, but every day it creates really – I don't want to be a hysterion and, and call it a constitutional crisis, but it creates real constitutional problems every day to have somebody who is under indictment running for president. And I've always been of a mind like I think most of us are. I'm, I'm sure the three of us probably agree on this that no one is above the law. And if you had somebody who committed a really serious crime that was backed by really serious evidence, the fact that that person wanted to run for president would not be immunity from being investigated or prosecuted. But, you know, I was a prosecutor for a long time. Uh, Prosecutors exercise discretion. They don't bring a lot of cases, even when people are guilty for a wide variety of reasons. Most of those reasons are not as important as the compromise to our electoral politics and to the First Amendment that's worked by having the criminal justice system intrude into a political campaign. So there's questions about, you know, should Trump be under uh, a gag order? Should he be under travel restrictions? Should he be allowed to comment on the discovery that he gets in the criminal case under circumstances where the district attorney is having press conferences when he wants to have them, mm. uh, you know, should a judge be telling him you can't talk about the discovery when Trump legitimately has an argument to make in the campaign that the criminal justice system is being weaponized by progressive Democrats against him? Is it fair, uh, given our constitutional commitment to political speech? to have him limited in making that argument because a judge says, but I have to manage this 
criminal case. So every single day that that case goes on, we're having the the needs of the criminal justice system brush up against electoral politics. I think that's something we have to endure if it's a very serious crime and it's backed by serious evidence. But this thing that's been indicted is nonsense. So we're putting the country to a real burden over something that I think is a frivolous case. And good, Jared, with all that um weaponizing it, gag orders, and traveling and commenting on the case. I mean, I guess Trump is doing all that. I mean, he's doing it rather well. His polls have actually gone up substantially. This whole Bragg trial uh, has completely changed the Republican primary because Trump is now leading DeSantis by, I don't know, some of these polls by 40 points. It was a close race, uh, at least polling-wise, before this. But how does this stuff get resolved, or does it get resolved, Greg? Well, I think Americans are smart. They see this uh, Bragg indictment for what it is, uh, politically motivated. Uh, Bragg, this is what concerns me the most. Bragg ran for office on the promise that he was going to go after Trump with a vengeance, prosecute him, you know, put him in an orange jumpsuit. Um, that is a an egregious violation of the code of conduct for prosecutors. Their duty is to see that justice is done, not to simply gain a conviction. So when you uh, politicize it in your campaign, uh, having no uh, access to the files, the evidence, and you make a promise, you are preordaining an outcome. Uh, and, you know, I, I, it's so troubling to me. And then, of course, his assistant that really conjured up, you know, a bookkeeping minis, uh, misdemeanor and supercharging it with a federal felony, which I don't think you can do. He doesn't have the jurisdiction. But the assistant wrote a book hmm. in which he bragged ab- about going after Trump for political reasons uh, because they hated Trump. And he writes in his book that he was a threat to the nation and our ideals, in other words, our political beliefs. So, you know, I, I, not only is it uh, a violation of lawyer ethics, but I think the case itself is deeply flawed. Forget about the statute of limitations. I mean, it, it's not a violation of the federal uh, campaign finance laws. The FEC looked at it and said this doesn't qualify, this hush money, as a campaign contribution. The feds looked at it and agreed. So, you know, people are smart. They see this for what it is, and it's only helped Trump. Yeah, it really has helped Trump. Uh, Andy McCarthy, um, they don't go back to court until December. Uh, is there anything going on between now and then that might be under the surface? I sure hope so, Larry. I, you know, I think if it were me and I were representing uh, the former president, I would be trying to get the case dismissed right. um, early on right. on the papers because – and. You know, I think you and Greg and I talked about this a couple of a couple of weeks ago. I think the indictment. I'm not. I'm not talking now like conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. All that stuff. Forget about that. This is this is clinical. I think the indictment fails as an indictment mm. in the sense that, what, constitutionally speaking, what an indictment is supposed to do is put the defendant on notice of exactly what the charge is. 
And this indictment doesn't do that. It's, he, he basically charges 34 counts of something that he doesn't tell Trump what it is. Um, to make it a felony in New York law, which he has to do because otherwise he's outside the statute of limitations, but to make it a felony, he has to say that Trump not only uh, manipulated his business records with fraudulent intent, but that he did it to conceal another crime. And nowhere does the indictment say what the other crime is. And I'm pretty convinced he doesn't do that because he doesn't have another crime that he has jurisdiction to prosecute because he wants to make it like a campaign finance violation. That's federal law. He's not uh, he's not allowed to enforce that. Or he wants to say somehow New York election law provisions uh, applied. But this was an election for federal office. So those laws don't apply. So Bragg is not an idiot. He knows that there's a big flaw in his indictment. He didn't name the the, the uh, charge or the crime that Trump is supposedly concealing. The reason he's not doing it is he's worried about whether he has that crime. But whatever his motive is, the indictment doesn't do what an indictment is supposed to do. So I'd be in the in, under the judge's toes trying to get it dismissed. You think this judge would throw it out in New York? <laughs> Well, I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know enough about him. But I always said my my view of it for what it's worth is always until the judge does something, I'm going to give the judge the benefit of the yeah. doubt. I haven't you know, I don't know. We don't know this judge. We haven't seen much of him. He may not like Trump, but that doesn't mean he can't do his job, you know, under the law. I don't think I don't think how you feel about Trump should matter here. Yeah. Um, you know what? What this is about is. This is a case that was brought that wouldn't have been brought against anyone but Trump. So it's a classic uh, selective prosecution, which is a, a violation of, of the Constitution. And the indictment, you know, your your lawyer or your judge, the politics of the judge shouldn't matter any more than the politics of your uh, plumber or your chiropractor. Mm. Uh, when we're talking about something clinical, an indictment has to put the defendant on notice of what the charge is. This one doesn't. Yeah, he didn't do it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, Greg Jarrett, I thought of you this morning reading my New York Post. And the <laughs> down in Arkansas, you're the only one who really covered this, by the way. And you did great on our show, uh, on our TV show. So Hunter Biden is down in Arkansas in this paternity suit, and he says he, he can't afford to pay child support. And But the defense lawyers are saying, well, hang on a second. How can you afford to pay the famous Democratic fixer Abby Lowell, 
All right, who charges a rate of $855 per billable hour. And then there's another guy, Greg, whom I don't know, but uh, Kevin Morris is some kind of well-known Hollywood lawyer who reportedly paid off the first son's delinquent taxes to the tune of more than $2 million. Anyway, he's got all these high-priced lawyers and, of course, he's got all these LLCs with money coming in from China and Ukraine and God knows where else. Uh, and he's down in Arkansas, which seems like a long ways away, but not for the New York Post. I mean, it's a page 10 story. So how's he how's he going to get out of this? Well, I think he's going to before Monday when he's ordered to appear in court in Arkansas. I think he's going to try to sign off on a new deal for child support. You know, the DNA tests show uh, they prove conclusively that Hunter Biden is the father of this little four-year-old girl. And, you know, there was an earlier paternity suit. Uh, He was declared the father. He was forced to pay child support. He agreed to it in writing. All of a sudden, he decided, I don't want to pay the money anymore. I mean, I guess he'd rather be a deadbeat dad. But now he claims poverty, and he wants the agreement reduced. And the judge says, poverty? Uh, Okay, prove it. She likely suspects, as everybody does, that Hunter Biden has banked millions of dollars in the many influence peddling schemes Mm. that are on – evidenced on the laptop. And so that puts the laptop center stage. And at one of the last hearings, the judge asked uh, Hunter Biden's lawyer, because Hunter is always a no-show at these hearings, is it your client's laptop or not? (laughs) And the response from the attorney was, well, uh, let me see here. Well, it's not my client's laptop as far as I know. And then he went on to say, I don't really know. So the judge said, well, the only guy who knows is Hunter Biden, and I'm hereby ordering him to show up to court on Monday. And, Larry, I suspect that will be one of the questions that will be posed of Hunter Biden. Of course, everybody knows it's his laptop verified by the FBI, just about every news organization the material on it is self-authenticating, including famous photos of him with prostitutes and crack pipes and so forth. Well, has he not actually ever admitted that it was his laptop? I, I no. didn't know this. No, no, no. Oh, he's never, he's never fully admitted it. You know, in some of the interviews, uh, you know, he said, well, it could be my laptop. Maybe <laughs> it's not. It could be Russian disinformation. Uh, of course, his lawyers... When they began threatening the people who exposed the laptop, uh, sent letters of demand to them, they inadvertently admitted it was his laptop and then had to walk it back the next day. So there's been no on-the-record admission. All right. Hang on. I didn't realize that he had never actually said it. Fellas, i got to take a quick break. I want to come back and talk about this. And then I want to come back and talk about dirty political tricks that we uncovered from our Secretary of State, and also uh, Merrick Garland slow-walking all of this stuff. We're with Greg Jarrett. Uh, His book is Trial of the Century, coming out May 30th. Greg's a Fox News legal analyst, and we're talking Andy McCarthy, uh, former prosecutor, contributing editor of National Review. Andy, aren't you a Fox News contributor also? 
I am. As yeah. soon as you were there, Larry, I figured I'd better sign up. <laughs> okay, so Andy, Andy McCarthy's a <laughs> Plus, I get, to, I get to learn from Greg. Fox News yeah, contributor. A lot of heavy talent here, and I appreciate it very much. Two superstars. I, I'm Little Cudlow. We'll be right back after this. This is the Larry Cudlow Show on 77 WABC. Welcome back, folks. We're talking about Hunter Biden. We're talking with Greg Jarrett, Fox News legal analyst, and his new book, The Trial of the Century. It's about the Scopes Monkey Trial. By the way, Greg, I'm going to read it this weekend. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, I know. It's one of my it's one of my favorite stories. Uh, and we've got uh, Andy McCarthy. He's a former uh, prosecutor, district U.S. attorney, uh, National Review uh, contributor. Uh, his latest book is Ball of Collusion, The Plot to Rig an Election and Destroy a Presidency. He's also a Fox News contributor. Uh, Greg, just just to finish up this Arkansas story, so Hunter won't admit it's his laptop, but that's just the silliest thing in the world. Um, His father, Joe Biden, will not acknowledge this grandchild, I guess, but it's his kid. It's Hunter's kid, and he's going to have to wind up paying, isn't he? I mean, it's going to be front-page news. Yeah, he's got to pay. And, you know, Hunter is always his own worst enemy. Um, now he's got to answer the question, is it your laptop, only because uh, he decided to uh, go against the agreement for child support that he had previously signed. Uh, but, but you know, I think your point is well taken. I mean, Joe Biden pretends to be the symbol of compassion yeah. for children days ago. You know, they're all our children. We have to care for them. That was all a charade. He, he won't even acknowledge or help financially his own four-year-old granddaughter. So, you know, as I said to you on your television program, if you want to know how heartless the Bidens are, just just look at this incredibly sad case. Andy McCarthy, I'm, I'm, this is a discovery. You guys knew this. I didn't. That Hunter has never acknowledged that it's his computer. If he acknowledges that it's his laptop, isn't that big news? Like, the press will run with that. Even the yeah, mainstream well, I, media will run with that. Yeah, as as um, as Greg said, though he's been very coy about it. You know, he he won't come out and say it's his, um, but his lawyers have threatened to sue people for violating his privacy. And the convoluted theory of that evidently is by by going out there and suggesting that all this stuff might be his under circumstances where he says where he has said publicly, is it my, could it be my data? Uh, yeah, sure, it's possible. It could be somebody <laughs> could have stolen it from me. So, you know, he's been very uh, coy about it. But I think also to, to Greg's point about the Bidens, you know, I, I find, uh, I, I mean, I for, for 50 years I haven't uh, been able to tolerate some of uh, Biden's meanderings on guns. But I think he'd have a lot more credibility um, when he talks about it if he wasn't ignoring the fact that the FBI and uh, the ATF, the gun agency, Mm. has had evidence for a very long time, for five years, that Hunter made a false statement on a firearms application, Mm. got the gun, was actually photographed uh, parading around uh, with the gun with a a prostitute, um, lost the gun across the street from a school, Uh, wow. <laughs> you know, and wow. so um, anyone else, if it was one of the three of us that this happened to, 
it would not take five years to investigate this. Right. It would have taken about five days. This is an easy layup of a case. But there's been no action on it. And we have a president who talks a lot about guns in the country, but he doesn't have much to say about guns in his family, I guess. By the way, I uh, at the top of the show talked about, you know, I didn't know that the IRS, right? I thought it was a bunch of nerdy accountants with spreadsheets worrying about <laughs> your time. The IRS is armed to the teeth, as it turns out. We don't have enough time on this segment, but that's another thing. Um, Greg, I just want to, we only have a minute left or something, but I just am still furious learning uh, from Jim Jordan's hearings in the House that Anthony Blinken really was a dirty political trickster organizing the Gang of 51, and now he's the Secretary of State. It just still infuriates me, Greg. I only got about 10 or 15 seconds. Take a whack. Yeah, think of it this way. That letter was pivotal in electing Joe yes. Biden. It prevented yes. citizens from making a fully yes. informed decision. Yes, exactly. And he is rewarded. It's straight politics. He is rewarded with the top cabinet post. Incredible story. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.